The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. Today is Friday, February 21st, and I am your host, Micah Patria, and I will be riding solo for today's card. And it's good to be back, guys. Good to be back. Uh, nice All-Star break. A lot of injuries over the All-Star break. Some things that we're going to have to monitor going into uh, the cards coming up uh, tonight in the next coming weeks. So we're going to have some injury replacements to go over. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff. I hope everybody was able to enjoy it. Uh, you know, sometimes having a little bit of break off of uh, the daily grind is, is nice. You get to clear your mind. You get to, you know, come into this new All-Star break the second half of the season uh, with a clear head and a, a new way to approach it. And there's some advantages to take. So uh, before we jump into anything, I just want to give a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. These guys have been fantastic all season long. Uh, we love being partnered with them. If you go over there and use promo code DFS today, that's T-O-D-A-Y. Uh, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. If you use the promo code today, no DFS in front of it, just today, T-O-D-A-Y, you can get a 50% match on your deposit up to $2,000. So if you deposit $2,000, they'll give you a free grand to play with. So it's free house money. Enjoy it. We have a lot of second half basketball. We have baseball right around the corner. Golf is always going on. A lot of fun things that you can do, whether it's parlays, just single games. You just want to get a little bit more juice in the action. So uh, please check them out. And as always, you know, I'm recording this actually on Friday morning. Usually we record these the night before. So it's the morning. I have the Hawaiian Isles in my cup. You guys know this stuff runs through my blood. Uh, it is the end-all, be-all to my lineup success. And without it, I have none. So please check Hawaiian Isles out. We love these guys. I love their coffee. It's literally the only thing I drink. You can go check them out at HawaiianIsles.com. Or you can just go on Amazon and, uh, you know, just type in Wine Isles Code of Coffee, quick and easy, gets delivered right to your door with a fancy gold clip on it, and you guys will be ecstatic. So, um, we're going to jump right into the card. Just real quick, I just wanted to go over a few a few announcements that we have. So, uh, you guys probably have seen and heard, there's been a little bit of rumblings over here uh, on our podcast side of football for DFS Today. Uh, Coach is um, still with us. He's going to be doing uh, about a show or two a week over here at HoopBall. Uh, I'll be doing a few shows over here at HoopBall, but uh, excited to announce Coach is actually starting his own venture. Uh, It's going to be DFS Coach Talk. Uh, I will be partaking in this venture as well, so I'll be doing a few shows over there with him. I believe Andrew's going to be hopping over there with us. We have another nice new uh, cast. Um, And it's it's more or less, it's it's exciting. you know, on coaches' side of things, we're going to be able to do a little bit more uh, than we are doing at Hoopball as far as, you know, providing lineups, uh, a Discord chat where you can get your questions and uh, comments, everything up to date. Right in that Discord, you can get attached to us. We're always in there right before lock. But I'm still really excited to see what's going on over here at Hoopball. Nothing to take away from Hoopball. Um, I love this platform. I love everything I'm doing over here. I just, I'm like, I like to double dip. I love to do shows and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a fun thing. And me and coach have grown something big and I'm looking forward to seeing it continue over there. And I can't speak to the volumes of what we've been able to do over here at hoop ball too. So I'm very excited to be, to be providing for two excellent platforms, uh, working with all the groups of guys that we have over here. I'm super excited. Um, and I'm, 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 listen, I'm just ready to jump into this slate. So we're going to be going to five days a week over here at Hoopball, though. So I just wanted to preface that going forward, um, you know, with coach 
you know, kind of uh, doing doing his own thing over there a little bit more. Uh, he was, as you guys listened, me and him were kind of, kind of the guys that handled the majority of the workload. So without Coach, we're going to have to go down to five days. We're probably going to bring on a couple new bodies. So if you are interested, uh, you know, shoot a Twitter message over or a DM over to Dan Bespris. We're always looking for live bodies over here. Uh, regardless of experience, um, you know, we'll make that call when it comes to it. But uh, it's something that we can coach up and we're happy to do so. So you can either you can either just tweet at me uh, or just direct message Dan Bespris uh, on Twitter. So those are the quick announcements. Again, super excited to, to get those uh, get those out there. Looking forward to see what comes from it. So we have nine games to talk about tonight. So we're, we're coming off of that nice six game card last night that, uh, you know, Andrew did a fantastic job breaking down. Um, a lot of his plays hit. Bottom line. So we're going to look to build off that momentum, take it into tonight's card, and let's jump right into this, guys. So first game on the night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers going against the Washington Wizards. This game is going to take place in Washington, but uh, it's it's going to be an exciting game. Uh, we, we love these dumpster fire teams going against each other. Very little defense will get played. Both teams play at a pretty fair pace, so we should see plenty of scoring opportunities. Also plenty of turnovers for those defensive stats as well. Um, and looking at the line, it looks like uh, there hasn't been a game total released, but it looks like Washington is going to be favored by four and a half as of right now. So breaking down this, we'll start with the Cleveland Cavs. Uh, you know, Andre Drummond still there, obviously, you know, got... Bayline fired. Um, 9,100 on DK. It's a fair price tag. It's a great matchup. Kevin Love is expected to be into the lineup. So I'm proceeding with caution with Drummond. I, I get it. It's a fantastic matchup. We have a ton of centers, ton of options that we could go to tonight. Uh, but it's kind of that situation that we talked about when he was playing over there in Detroit. When when Blake Griffin was playing, we kind of eased back a little bit on our drummer, Drummond ownership. And I'm going to take that same approach with Kevin Love in the lineup just because, you know, yes, these guys are both rebounding machines. So odds are they could eat into each other's upside a little bit. Uh, does that mean I'm going to fade him? Absolutely not. But maybe I'll limit him more towards uh, my GPPs just for that potential 60-point game. I probably won't be going to too much Kevin Love here. It's a fantastic matchup. But again, for the same reasons I just said for, for Drummond, um, I'd expect Drummond to eat into Love's upside a lot more than Love would eat into Drummond's upside. And then I think that we can take a look at some of the value. So we're going to want to see exactly uh, what this new rotation is going to look like with the with the new coaching in there. So Nance is priced up on DK, probably won't be going to him. But I'm going to monitor him just because there's a chance that he can end up squeaking out a few extra minutes uh, with everything that's going on over there. Kevin Love's been dealing with Achilles soreness, so I doubt that they're going to want to run him out a full workload. And there's a possible chance that... You know, with this team struggling, we end up seeing a shutdown at some point. So uh, my main options looking on this is going to be Drummond. It's going to be Kevin Porter Jr. I think I could continue counting on him playing those mid-20s to possibly sometimes even low 30 minutes, 4,700. It's a fair price tag. There's a couple value plays I like a little bit better um, that we'll get to. But it, it, he's definitely worth keeping in your lineup or in your player pool. I apologize. And then uh, I think Colin Sexton. 6,300. I don't love that price tag. But this is just a picture-perfect matchup. Uh, he's averaging about 32 DK points in two matchups against him this season. Uh, and he's, he's been torrent, man. He's been he's been playing very well to surprise uh, surprising most. I expect him to struggle with field goal percentage this season. And it's been the complete opposite. This guy's knocking down his shots and an excellent clip. So um, I'll probably limit my player pool to just those three guys. Am I going to go overboard on any one of them? Probably not. Um, but I think Drummond, obviously, given the price tag, probably your best option if you're looking to get some Cleveland exposure. Now, sliding over to the Washington side, there's a lot to like here. A uh, little bit of injury news that we're going to want to monitor. Uh, Ian Mahini is uh, questionable, and so is Thomas Bryant. I would probably expect Bryant to sit. Mahini's definitely a, a big question mark, and it's going to have a major impact in the way that we're going to view this front court and how we're going to approach it. So 
you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the uh, the take on both those guys sitting. Um, and I think you guys will obviously know what, what that means if they play. All the front court takes a little bit of hit, but doesn't remove all of them from play. So we'll start with Bradley Beal, 9400 on DK. It's a fair price tag. Uh, and he's also 9200 on FanDuel, so we're not getting much of a discount there. But this is a great matchup for him. We talk about this Cleveland backcourt being so porous all season long and how guards can just walk in there and completely take advantage of it. Bradley Beal is averaging 45 DK points in two matchups that he's faced uh, against um, Cleveland this season, but he's shooting 53% from the floor against him. So he's getting whatever he wants. It's just how aggressive he's going to be. I don't, I'm kind of taking a more of a fair and balanced approach at this point. So I, I'm going to have a lot of Beal. Um, he'll be one of my primary targets, especially on sites like FanDuel where you can get the two shooting guards because we're going to have some options. And I think spending up there is what I'm looking to do. Uh, besides that, I'm get, like I said, I touched on the front cart. Um, you know, both those guys are out. I'll have no problem looking at a guy like, uh, Maurice Wagner, um, I very fair price tag, 4K on FanDuel, uh, 4400 uh, if we're looking on DK. So I think that's a fair price tag. DK, you you know you can put him at power forward, which makes a, the line of construction a lot easier. Uh, whereas in FanDuel, he's you know one center and he's only center eligible, so it kind of forces us to make some decisions. But if both those guys are out, uh, I'll be looking towards Wagner for some value. Uh, they're going to need his size going against his double big front court. Um, so I'd expect you know Wagner to get a fair amount of run at center. And then Rui. Uh, Rui's been crushing, man. It's It's been playing very well. He looked good in, uh, during over the All-Star break in that Rising Stars game. Uh, it's a good matchup. Do, am I going to go overboard? Eh, probably not. I think I'd probably prefer Wagner if both those guys sit. But Rui would be the option I like if if one of Mahini or Bryant play. And that you know kind of limits uh, Wagner's minutes. 5,100 for Rui. Put up 37 DK points in this matchup early in the season uh, is a solid option. And then uh, it's Ishmith. If you want to take a look at Ishmith playing those minutes in the mid-20s, or I'm sorry, uh, high-20s, low-30s, uh, great matchup. We talked about guards against him already. He's only averaged 22 minutes per game in the, across the two games that he's played Cleveland, but he's averaging over a point per minute in those games, uh, about 23, 24 DK points. So if we know he's playing 29, 30 minutes at 4,800, that's, uh, that's a solid 6X value. 5x value. I'll, I'll be all over that. Um, probably be looking to have one of Smith or Beal in most of my lineups. I want to get some exposure against that Cleveland backcourt. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Dallas Mavericks traveling to Orlando to take on the Magic. It's a 219 uh, over under or total uh, with Dallas being favored by three and a half points. Um, kind of an underwhelming game. I mean, there's some guys to target in here. Definitely. But we know that the Magic tends to slow games down. They play pretty good defense. We generally don't get to see that high upside game from too many guys going against them. Uh, so we'll start with the Dallas side. Luka Doncic, uh, he's definitely in play with all that being said. He's just underpriced. He's 10 uh, 6 on DK. A guy that, you know, we've seen touch that 11 6 mark several times this season. So I'd have no qualms if we want to look at Luka. Um, you know, we'll probably be able to have the money. And he's only 10 3 over there on FanDuel. So he's definitely a play. Uh, I won't be looking at Chris Stops. He's been playing well. 8K on DK is a fair price tag. I just don't want to go against uh, this front court too often. Uh, and then that's probably it for me. I'm not going to be looking at any of the ancillary pieces with all these bodies being healthy. I don't really want too much Tim Hardaway Jr. or Jalen Brunson or any of those guys at that price tag. So it's mainly just going to be Luka for me. And if you can afford him, be solid. He might be more of a, you know, like a tournament play at this point. Uh, just because we know that we have so many solid cash cash options in that mid-tier range that we could go with. But, you know, the 60, 70-point upside's there for him on any night, and this is a, a below salary. Uh, definitely a cheap price tag that I'm, I'm probably going to take advantage of. In a few of my lineups, if I'm playing 20, he'll probably be in, you know, maybe like 6. So 
We'll keep going over to the Orlando side of the ball. And to be honest, I'm not in love with anything on this side of the ball. I probably won't be playing much here. Uh, Vucevic's priced up on uh, on FanDuel and DK. He's 8800 on DK. And then when we slide over to FanDuel, uh, he's not much cheaper, 9600 <laughs> So it's actually more expensive. I'm sorry. Uh, won't be going to him there. I think that we have we have a few better options that we can uh, we can rely on. Although Dallas's front court has been putrid, so maybe if you want to stack it, go with Vucevic, uh, Doncic, little mini game stack. Hopefully, you get the, the two guys just to go buck wild in it. But other than that, outside of that, I'm not touching it. We'll keep this going. 7:30 Eastern Standard Time game. Phoenix Suns traveling to Toronto to take on the Raptors, and this game has a massive total: 228 and a half, seven and a half point spread, being favored to Toronto. So we're gonna have some options in here. Uh, we definitely will. I mean, all these guys feel like they're pretty priced appropriately. But with that being said, it's a high total. It's expected to be a fairly competitive game. Uh, we'll start with the Phoenix side of the ball. They're expected to have DeAndre Ayton back and Aaron Baines back in the lineup. Uh, Dario Sarch, I believe, has a pretty decent chance to return as well. He's probable, so that's going to take a lot of the love away from guys like Cech Diallo. We were kind of seeing Cam Johnson get a few extra minutes, so um, it might even affect Bridges now, too. So keep an eye on all those wing guys. I probably won't be going to too many of them, just knowing that these guys are going to come back, take some minutes, take some usage, and it's also not a, a great matchup for the Suns as it is. So I'll be looking at guys like uh, Devin Booker, 7,900 on DK. I think that's a fair price tag. We know what Booker's upside is. Uh, he scored at least 40 points in th- uh, three out of the past four games. So he's definitely in play for me. Will I go overboard on him? Probably not, but he'll make a solid pivot when a lot of people are sliding over there to Beal and McCollum. So that's kind of where he comes in. Nice tournament GPP pivot with some upside. Uh, and I, I wouldn't mind taking a stab at a guy like Ricky Rubio. Um, not overly investing in him. Uh, minutes were limited when he was going into the All-Star break, but I expect him to be back up around that 30-minute mark when he comes out of this one, 5,700. We just kind of know when he's putting together, they can do it. So I'll keep him on my player pool. Probably won't go to him too much, though. All right, Toronto side of the ball. Uh, we'll start We'll start with Pascal Siakam. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, Price discrepancy a little bit on DK, he's 8,400, but then when I slide over to FanDuel, he's only 7,900. So I, I like him a little bit more on FanDuel. Um, he's been playing well, 8,400 is, is probably a little bit too much for me when I'm looking at DK. Uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at the guards, and the, I'll, I'll draw the line there. Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, Van Vliet, very underpriced on FanDuel. He's priced right on DK, so that's more of a FanDuel play for me. Uh, and then I like Kyle Lowry on both sides. He's just priced well, 7,700 on DK. I believe he is... Uh, let me just double check. I believe he's the same price over there on FanDuel as well. No, 7400 So very good price for Lowry. Probably my favorite option when I'm looking at this Raptors side of the ball with Siakam trailing in second. Um, and then Van Vliet not far behind as like a 1B2 or 2B, 2A2 Siakam. There you go. I got that out there. Struggled, uh, but I got it out there. All right, guys. Next game. Indiana Pacers traveling to New York to take on the Knickerbockers. This one's going to be taking place in the Garden right now. Total has been released, 212 total, with the Pacers being favored by 5.5 points. As far as news and injury news is concerned in this game, T.J. Warren's being considered questionable with lower back injury. And we also got the news that uh, Victor Oladipo will no longer be playing on a minutes restriction. So that's good news for Victor Oladipo stats. Um, obviously, with the more minutes, point per minute guy, we should see a little bit more of an uptick. But you know, looking at his price tag on uh, on DK sixty four hundred, 
I don't think I want to pay that. Um, I want to see how this plays out. I mean, this isn't the same Victor Oladipo of last season besides the injury. I know we have some new bodies in there. Malcolm Brogdon being a big ball handler. Uh, we're going to see him take a lot of that usage away from that Oladipo was kind of garnering last season. You know, he's been playing a little bit timid, coming back from injury, shooting pretty poor. So I do expect him to bounce back out of this and kind of pick things up eventually. But uh, it's a good matchup. I just don't think I'll be going there. You know, looking at guys that we have in that similar price range like McCollum, uh, it just kind of keeps me away from him. So... I'll be looking at Sabonis on FanDuel. I think that price tag's fantastic. Underpriced, 7900 You slide over to DK. He's the $9,600 player. So take advantage of that price tag on FanDuel. And DK, I'll leave it for somebody else to touch. Um, and that's probably about it. I mean, Brogdon, he's always a fair price tag on DK. He's only uh, 6600 and on FanDuel, 61 So we're kind of seeing the discrepancies for these Pacers. Better prices on FanDuel than DK. So that's probably where I'd be looking at them a little bit more. And then sliding over to the Knicks side of the ball, injuries to watch. Alfred Payton's being considered questionable with an ankle injury. If he sits, we should see some more run for Frank Nittacolina, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, RJ Barrett will probably handle the ball a little bit more, but none of those guys are really popping off the page for me. I don't really want to go to any of them, and, and to be honest, I'm not in love with really anything on this side of the ball. One thing I want to do keep an eye on is Mitchell Robinson with the new coach. Uh, or I'm sorry, not new coach. I'm thinking of uh, over there in Cleveland. But um, Mitchell Robinson's probably going to be looking at a, a couple more minutes now going forward. I expect him to. He's been playing well. Um, it's just with him, we don't know. We never know. It's the foul trouble. It's the minutes. It's a little bit of everything. I'm anticipating, uh, roughly around 22 to 24 minutes. If he can stay out of foul trouble, they're going to need his size in this. Uh, will I end up playing him? No, but I'll keep him in my player pool for now. Maybe on those like turbo slates, he makes a little bit more sense. I just like a few other forwards or centers similarly priced that I feel a little bit more comfortable with Robinson strictly GPP next game. Boston Celtics traveling to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Uh, definitely some injuries to get to in this one. First, though, the game total 230 with the Celtics being favored by 6.5 points. And as far as injuries are concerned, Celtics, uh, Kemba Walker has already been ruled out. Robert Williams still out. Taco Falls in the G League. And then looking at Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns dealing with that wrist injury that we found out about during the All-Star break. He's going to be out for a few games. Uh, he's uh, And then we've got... Jake Lehman's still out. Amari Spellman's going to be in the G League uh, on assignment. And Evan Turner is not with the team. So we'll start with the Celtics side of the ball. Start with the away team. Uh, there's definitely going to be some value that goes around with Kemba being out. Marcus Smart, first one that comes to mind, definitely gets a nice uh, bump. 5900 on DK. It's a fair price tag. He's a little cheaper over there on FanDuel. Um, he's shooting guard eligible. So we, that's where we have to make some decisions. Will we end up getting to him? Yeah, I'll have some shares of him. Um, I think, you know, between him and Jalen Brown, both these guys, excellent plays. Jalen Brown was dealing with several injuries before the All-Star break, so I'm hoping that time off gave him the, gave him the rest that he needed to kind of heal up. Both of his ankles, I think, were sprained. So um, because of that, we're, we're kind of seeing this price dip. 5900 on DK is an excellent price. And then sliding over to FanDuel, he's only 5700 We're no way going to get an extra usage. Um, he's a guy I'll be looking at. Probably my two favorite plays on the Celtics side of the ball. I don't think I'll be going towards too much Tatum on uh, on FanDuel. He's priced up uh, a fair amount. DK, I can see it. He's a little cheaper at 7800 But I, I think I'll use my exposure on Brown and Smart and kind of draw the line there. Now, looking over on the Minnesota side of the ball, obviously with Carl Anthony Towns out, that's going to affect things greatly. So D'Angelo Russell is over there. He's going to have monster usage. Uh, it's, it's a tough matchup. You can probably imagine that Smart's going to spend most of the game on him. 
but you know, 8,600, knowing that usage, I'll keep him in my player pool. I don't know how much of him I will get to, but he makes a solid pivot to a guy like Bradley Beal, maybe in lineups where if you're playing Ish Smith instead of Beal, you can look at a guy like Russell. But my main my main targets on this side of the ball are going to be in the front court. I'm going to be looking at, uh, you know, Juancho Hernan Gomez playing playing a ton of minutes in that last one, 35 minutes, played well with Carl Anthony Towns, or I'm sorry, 38 minutes, but 37 DK points, a 16 and 12 double-double, uh, shot poorly too, 5 of 18, so that will probably change. You can't expect him to shoot 27% from the floor every night, uh, just not realistic, so I'll be all over Wancho. He's small forward eligible, which is excellent, especially on the sites like FanDuel. Uh, we have actually a few a few solid mid-tier small forward options that we could choose from, and then I'll be looking at James Johnson. I, you know, Again, he's going to probably start, play center. We know that the Celtics don't play too big as it is, so that will definitely keep him on the court. And we know that their front court has been terrible all season long at defending centers uh, and rebounding. So James Johnson, he played 32 minutes against Charlotte, came out, put up 29.75 DK points, and he did so only scoring five actual points. So we know James Johnson, he gets it done in uh, multiple ways, whether it's his defense, uh, boards, assists. He's kind of like a poor man's Boris Diaw. And um, I, I'll, I'll have no problem even playing both those guys in the same lineups. I think they're both viable. Uh, if you want to one-off them, I'm more than happy to do that. But I'm going to have a couple lineups with both Hernan Gomez, I think, uh, and uh, a little bit of James Johnson. And that's probably it for me. I'm not going to barely go too, too much further than those two guys. I mean, Malik Beasley was playing well. He probably should continue to play big minutes. Um, if you want to take a look at him, don't mind him. Fair price tag. But I, I think I'd much rather just go with the front court in this matchup. Next game, Denver Nuggets uh, traveling to Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. Uh, it's a 2.15 uh, over-under, and this is a pick'em. Uh, so that's uh, it's pretty good, you know, expecting a close and competitive game. Both teams play fairly good defense. Uh, we'll start with the Denver Nuggets. Right now, Will Barton is still being considered questionable. He's been missing uh, a fair amount of time with his knee soreness. Um He's been he's been upgraded to questionable, so I guess that's the uh, that's the, the positive news. Uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm still not expecting him to play in this one. You know, monitor the news. He may he may not. I probably won't be going to him too much either way. And to be honest, I don't really like a lot here on Denver. Um, it's, it's not because I think they're bad plays necessarily. I just like other plays a little bit better. So Jamal Murray was hot going into the All Star break. If you want to keep riding that, I have no issues there. It's a tough matchup going against Paul, but the price tag is fair at seventy one hundred. Uh, he's about, he's averaged about a point per minute against uh, the Thunder this season, so I don't think he's like a must play, but more of a, a tournament viable type player. And then Jokic is just always in play because we know his upside. Um, you know, I, I, I probably won't end up there. I think I'd rather play Beal for a little bit less. Uh, I know it's a different position, but uh, I, I know on DK where it's all these guys have multi-position eligibility. I don't worry about, you know, the position scarcity as much because I know I can mix and match in uh, multiple ways and get away with however I want, whether I want to play James Johnson at center, power forward. I can play Hernan Gomez at small forward or power forward. Uh, you know, I, I'll get to him later, but Anthony Simons, point guard and shooting guard eligible, Jalen Brown, small forward shooting guard. El- so there's multiple ways you can kind of mix and match your lineups on DK. So that's kind of the, uh, the circumstance of where I would look at him. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is expected to return. He's going to be available. Uh, the minutes, I don't know. This guy hasn't played since the end of January. So always has dealt with, uh, injuries throughout his career so far. And I wouldn't expect that the Nuggets want to just come out here and roll him out for, you know, 25, 26 minutes, maybe in his first game back, uh, maybe ease him in 18, 16 minutes, something like that. So I won't be going to him. All right. OKC side of the ball. Uh, you know, we're always looking at these guards and, you know, Chris Paul, Gallinari, or I'm sorry, Chris Paul, uh, Shea and Schroeder are usually the top options that we're looking at. Um, 
not in love with too many of these guys. It's a tough matchup when you go against Denver. Uh, yes, they don't have to worry about that altitude, but they got very good perimeter defenders. Gary Harris is no slouch. I've seen him shut down several people this season, uh, and I try not to pinpoint him. I don't think that's necessary. So I'll be looking at Chris Paul, 7200 It's a fair price tag. I prefer him over Shea uh, for the $800 difference. Um, Schroeder at 56 fair price tag. Played well in this matchup earlier in the season. Put up 35 DK points on 8 of 17 shooting in 32 minutes. Um, probably won't fall on him too much, but I'm not going to knock you if you do want to play him. But that's probably it. Uh, it's just the backcourt for me. I don't trust Steven Adams, even though he's been playing well going into the All-Star break. Uh, it's a tough matchup. One that he'll probably focus primarily on defense. He'll get drawn away from the hoop uh, from Jokic, knowing that he could shoot threes. Uh, that will limit his rebounding upside, so... With that being said, uh, I don't think I will have too much Steven Adams. Dylan Gallinari is always a solid tournament play just for his upside. Uh, you know, he's either going to get you that 40 or you're going to get like probably right around that 6x. So you can feel comfortable with him or 5x, I'm sorry. But overall, it's Chris Paul is my top option. Probably look at Gallinari second, a little bit of Schroeder third, and that's it. I'm not going to overexpose myself to this game. Probably look more towards it as like a one-off type play. Three games left. I'm cruising, guys, and uh, you know I do apologize, but sometimes when you're flying solo, you you know it just goes. It just happens like that. You know I don't have to sit there and ask anybody else what they think, and uh, no one's gonna argue with me. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. Sometimes I need Coach or Andrew on here to snap me back into shape. But uh, I'm I'm cruising right through this, and you'll see why. There's there's a few games I'm gonna kind of. Uh, overexpose myself to, um, and that being one of the ones that we'll get to, that New Orleans-Portland uh, game. I'm going to be looking at that Phoenix-Toronto game. I'm going to be looking at the Cleveland-Washington game, and I'm going to be looking at that Boston-Minnesota game for a lot of my exposure, and then one-off some of these other guys in other games. But we have the San Antonio Spurs traveling through Utah for this 9 o'clock game. Uh, as far as the total, it's a 221 over-under, um, and then a 7.5 favorite for Utah. This game, I mean, if we were to say years ago, it's San Antonio facing Utah, we'd want nothing to do with it. I still don't want too much to do with it, but uh, it's a little different. I mean, San Antonio is not that same team. They play at a little bit of a faster pace than they're used to, uh, and their defense has been pretty putrid uh, all season long. So looking on the San Antonio side of the ball, I probably won't pay 7100 for a guy like Aldridge going against Gobert in that front court. I don't want any part of going against pretty much anybody going against Gobert. DeMar DeRozan, he sat out a few games going into the All-Star break. Looks like he'll be good to go. 6800 is a fair price tag. It's a tough matchup, but he performed well in this one last time. He put up 51 DK points against Utah earlier in the season in 17, uh, 37 minutes. Uh, shot 57% from the field that game. Um, he's in play. 6800 it's, it's He's more in play for the price tag. I wouldn't expect him to come out and put up another 51. Uh, but if you if you want to, if you want to get some exposure to this game, if you're playing maybe one of those uh, the late game slate, He's an option, and that's it. I'm not. I'm not really going to Dejounte Murray in this one. He's been playing very well, so keep your eye on him. If we know he's playing big minutes, he's excellent. It's just I don't. I don't necessarily feel too confident in the fact that he's going to go out there and get 30 minutes on a night-to-night basis. I'm waiting for Pop to kind of pull the sheet out under the table with the uh, with the glasses still sitting on there, and uh, we'll we'll probably end up seeing some decent Derek White or Patty Mills um, stepping in here and there. And uh, Derek White, now that we mentioned him, 4100. If you you know he's he's that pivot. Uh, tournaments, not cash, fair price tag. He kind of always produces a 5X salary at that price tag. I wouldn't expect him to go out there and blow the roof off the doors and, uh, you know, 
put up like a 40 point game. I don't, I don't see that happening, but I can see 20 to 25 and at 4,100, if it rounds out your lineup and uh, allows you to get all the other studs that you do feel comfortable with. Sure. But don't go out there and just throw them in there just because I'm, I'm talking about them. I just want to, I just like to mention uh, all the guys that I keep in my player pool. Does that mean I'm going to end up getting a ton of ownership on them? No, but I, my first goal and when I'm running through these games and I'm kind of, I want to eliminate guys that I know I don't have interest in because I don't want to, you know, start swaying my opinion towards, you know, the end, uh, while lineups are getting ready to lock as news is coming out, I want to stick to my guns on a lot of this stuff. So that's kind of the approach I take. I don't know if you guys take a similar approach. If you do, let me know. Um, if not, maybe let me know then too, because there's multiple ways you can attack the way, uh, the way you construct your lineups. But I think that, uh, you know, taking a stance on a lot of players is, is the number one thing that you have to do. Uh, you can't play everybody bottom line. Sliding over to the Utah side of the ball, Rudy Gobert, 8,200. It's a fair price tag for Rudy. We know that uh, the Spurs have not uh, done a great job against centers all season long, but we've, we've talked about several centers on this slate who are in great spots. He'll be a tournament pivot if you want to use him because I don't expect him to draw high ownership. Uh, and then if we uh, if we look at some of the other guards, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley's already been ruled out. It's back-to-back, so he's going to sit out the first half of the back-to-back. He'll play tomorrow. Donovan Mitchell's more than a fair price tag at 6900 We could probably anticipate him seeing extra usage, extra ball handling opportunity. Uh, so I have no problems looking at D. Mitch at 69 It's going to be hard for me to get him in there, being at the same price as McCollum. Uh, you know, I've already talked about Beal. I've talked about Booker. So, you know, if you can fit him, I like him. He's also point guard eligible. So that helps on, uh, on, on DK on FanDuel. He is not. And then the other guy that we always look at now with Conley out is Jordan Clarkson, man. He just thrives when he gets that extra usage and extra minutes. So 5,400 is a great price tag for Clarkson. Um, I'll be, I'll be looking, you know, towards Mitchell and Clarkson as my main exposure to this game, having maybe one of those guys as a one-off. Um, and that's about it. Not really going to anybody else. I just think that those two guys with the added usage and ball handling responsibility can easily pay off 5x on their price tags with the upside for more. And that is all. So we have two games left. So before we break down these last two games, just another quick shout out to our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use promo code today, that's T-O-D-A-Y, to get up to a 50% deposit match uh, on up to $2,000. So you deposit two grand, you get that free $1,000 to play with, or you can deposit 100 bucks, get a free 50 bucks to play with. Either way, free money, free money, guys. Let's take advantage of it. And then uh, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. They just absolutely, hold on, hold on, give me a second. Let me get a sip of this good stuff. <sighs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Get it in your cup, build your lineups with it. It is the recipe for success. Check them out at HawaiianIsles.com. Or go over on Amazon and uh, just search wine. I'll go to coffee. Pop up and get that fancy gold clip. All right, guys. We have two games left. Late games. 10.30 Eastern Standard Time game. We have New Orleans traveling to Portland to take on the lillard uh Trailblazers. So uh, we know that he injured his groin. He's going to be out. He's going to probably miss the next, at least the next three to four games. We've kind of seen this happen a few times already this season. We should know where the usage mostly goes at this point. So uh, my, the two main options I'm looking at, bottom line, C.J. McCollum, Anthony Simons, both guys very much in play, both guys excellent plays. We see both their usage skyrocket with Lillard off the court. Um, Simons, fairly priced on FanDuel, 4800 Probably won't get overexposed to him in that, in that scenario. I'll have a couple shares, but I really like him on DK. He's super underpriced, 3500 point guard and shooting guard eligible. Makes it super easy for us to kind of mix and match. And keep in mind, a lot of people might go to Gary Trent in this spot. I do expect him to get a few extra minutes. He is a little bit more priced up, especially compared to Simons. But he was getting a lot of that extra run with Simons off the floor when he was dealing with the concussion. So uh, I don't know if I anticipate the same amount of minutes and usage with Simons healthy. 
Um, he still is in play. I think more people will get, get geared towards the Simons. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stance and just completely fade Gary Trent Jr. And uh, hope I'm right on this one because uh, that price tag at Simons is, is just the major difference maker. I don't even need to think about it at that point. Uh, especially on DK, 3500 That's a great, great price tag. And uh, McCollum, he's going to be the chalk in the night, but for good reason. Let's just understand why. Uh, the usage is just out of this world with, with uh, Lillard off the floor. We've seen him you know, play fairly well in this matchup already. He's averaging a point per minute, and with those games, Lillard was actually playing. So um, no issues. It's a tough matchup going against Drew Holiday, but this dude's going to have to chuck. That's bottom line. He's going to have to shoot 25 times tonight. Um, so it's those two guys, and then uh, my 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 second tier play would be a guy like Trevor Ariza, forty five hundred. Yes, uh, you know we're going to talk about it with a little bit off the floor. There's going to be usage to go around, and that doesn't mean it's all just going to go to McCollum and Simons. We should see Carmelo Anthony and Trevor Ariza get up a few extra shot attempts. Ariza's, you know, he's a bit a bit of an up and down player, probably more of a tournament. Uh, tournament type play but he's 4500 it's another small forward i talked about a few of them already between jalen brown uh hernan gomez and trevor ariza three good value small forwards i think that we can attack on this slate especially on sites like on FanDuel where we need two of them uh so i'll keep him in my player pool so it's gonna be those three guys white side uh 9200 on dk it's a fair price tag but uh i'm not gonna go to it i think we have better options and then looking on the new orleans side of the ball uh, we have some we have some discrepancy for pricing across the platform. So uh, Brandon Ingram seems like he's a little underpriced on DK sixty eight hundred. Yes, Zion uh, has been absolutely crushing, putting up a new career high in points in back to back games. Uh, I, I expect him to continue doing well. I don't expect him to play thirty five minutes, um, and I expect if Ingram's in the lineup, that will probably impact his usage slightly. So I, I don't mind Zion. I don't think I'll end up on him too much tonight. I think I'd prefer Ingram over him for twelve hundred dollars cheaper. Kind of the approach I'm taking. I don't mind a guy like Drew Holiday at 3,700. You know, you're just getting a solid 5x return from him on most nights, but there's also the upside for that 45. And we've even seen, you know, a couple of 50 and 60 point games from him. So, getting exposure to this game is going to be a must. You're going to you're going to want to stack this one up a little bit. Um, I'll probably have at least three three to four players from this game in most of my lineups. I just think that it's 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 a money making game. Uh, the game, the total's high on it. It's a 235 over under, only a three point spread with the, with the Pelicans being favored by three points. So it's a good game. It's a good game to get some exposure to. Uh, that's it though. So for me, uh, looking on that on that uh, Pelican side of the ball, it's going to be Brandon Ingram and Holiday for the most part. Uh, probably won't be going to too much else. Last game, Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. Grizzlies are, Grizzlies are on the second half of a back-to-back uh, and on the road. So that's kind of, I, I wanted to mention that because I like to target the Grizzlies when they're at home, uh, when when I know they're playing a lot better. We've seen them keep games closer when they're at home. This is going to be a tough defensive matchup. It's a tough game overall. I, I, I do not see Memphis being able to stay in this one. Uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but you know we have two late games, so if you still want to get that late game exposure, you could. I would much rather go towards that Pelicans uh, Portland game. So there are some guys that we could look at over here, though. So I'm not just going to completely x everybody off. Um, I won't be playing Morant, uh, just knowing that LA's backcourt. I mean, their whole team's been defending well, but knowing how many options that they have to throw at Morant, it's a back-to-back tough matchup. Uh, probably won't be going too towards uh, too much of him. Jonas Valanciunas, on the other hand, sixty seven hundred. That's a fair price tag. He struggled in this matchup earlier in the season, uh, but bottom line, we know that the Lakers play big using McGee, Dwight Howard, and Anthony Davis. They might need to run Joe Val. Joe Val plays thirty minutes. He's in a great spot. 
Uh, that's the one thing that worries me and kind of keeps him limited to tournaments for me is that we can easily see 24 minutes from here. Then he ends up putting up 26 to 30 DK points, and that's just not going to be enough. I need at least uh, 37 to 40 from him at 6,700. And that's that's probably it. I don't I don't really want to go to Jaron Jackson Jr. going against Anthony Davis. Not something I really want to pick on. Uh, DeAnthony Melton, you know, he's been seeing a little bit of uptick in usage in minutes since they kind of shipped a lot of these bodies out, but just not enough for me to get overly excited about him. He's in play at 4K, but we probably have some other value plays that we can that are a little bit more dependable. Uh, and then on the Lakers, <clears throat> excuse me, on the Lakers side of the ball, LeBron James 10-5. Uh, you know, LeBron James always in play. Not you know not the matchup I want to pinpoint him on, but it's going to be an up up pace game. Uh, we know that they just shipped off some of their best defenders and Jay Crowder, so um, I have no issues looking at him. I mean, the guy's put up at least fifty points in three of the past four games, with one of those being a seventy-one point game going against Denver uh, that overtime game. So I'll be looking at I'll be looking at James. Um, probably prefer Doncic over him. Uh, just simply for due to ownership, upside, and a little bit more. Uh, Davis, definitely in play as well. So if, if, if I'm push comes to shove when it comes to LeBron and Davis, I think I prefer Davis, uh, just knowing that I'm getting a $600 salary uh, difference on them, getting a little a little bit cheaper. Um, and, you know, when Davis plays, it's great. The only thing I ever worry about with Davis is that trips to the locker room, but he's played uh, 40 minutes in two out of the past four games before that all-star break and at least 30 in the other ones uh, and sandwiched in between there. Um Nice little average over the past uh, past two games, 53 DK points. So no issues looking at Davis. And then the only other option I'll be having any any love for over here on the Lakers uh, might be a couple shares of just Rondo. Uh, very, very risky. Played 14 minutes in that overtime game against Denver. But prior to that, he played 27 minutes against Phoenix, 21 minutes against Golden State. So if we know he's going to play at least 24, 25 minutes, that's when I have some interest in him. Uh, he can rack up the counting stats pretty quickly, whether it's rebounds, assists, steals. It gets it done in multiple ways. Never really much of a score, but that's something that we don't need from him. Uh, that's always, it's a cherry on top. If we see that he's in double-digit scoring, that's it's a bonus because if he's in double-digit scoring, odds are he's got a few assists, a few rebounds, and he's getting us to where we need to get. And that is it, guys. So, uh, like I said, ran through it pretty pretty quickly. 36 minutes for a nine-game slate. Um, you know, I, I think I got the gist of it. I touched on a lot of the guys I have interest in, a lot of the games I have interest in, a lot of the news that we need to monitor. Uh, keep in mind, you know, I am a GPP player, so a lot of these guys are more GPP uh, oriented. You heard me say, you know, several times the guys I do prefer more of a cash gameplay, more of a tournament gameplay. Um, but you know, bottom line, we have a lot of value to go to. Whether you're playing on FanDuel or DraftKings, I, I you know, I touched on a lot of my favorite value plays, whether it's Hernan Gomez, uh, Anthony Simons, James Johnson. I think all those guys are just excellent value plays that we can rely on. And then we have some pricing discrepancies uh, over there on like FanDuel with Demontis Sabonis only being 7,700 as opposed to like 9,600 on DK. He's a great play. CJ McCollum's in play. Um, I'll be keeping my eye on uh, the Washington front court news to see if I want to get any Mo Wagner um, ownership. And, uh, you know, sprinkling all these guys that we know are going to garner high usage, you know, whether it's due to injury or just because they've been doing it all season, like your Bradley Beals, your Luka Doncic's, your Devin Booker's, Chris Paul's, uh, Kyle Lowry. So I, I think I gave you guys enough, uh, enough good plays. And I think I hopefully I eliminated enough of the guys I'm not interested in out of your player pool. So um, we will not be back tomorrow, I don't believe. Uh Double check. Follow us on Twitter. Um, not 100% sure. Like I said, on HoopBall, we're, we're kind of lowering it down to five five days a week instead of that seven. But uh, if you are interested, we will be 
me and Coach will be uh, putting out a podcast for DFS Coach Talk. So that's the website. It's DFS Coach Talk. Or you can just, you know, you'll see all the stuff get retweeted on Twitter. So now you guys have multiple avenues. You can catch us on multiple days. Uh, you know, it's going to be basically the same kind of breakdown that we've been doing over here at Hoopball. Difference being that we offer a subscription package over there on DFS Coach Talk where you can get our uh, GPP and cash lineups for both FanDuel um, and DraftKings. And you'll also get us in the Discord chat where we're readily available. You'll have multiple bodies in there answering questions left and right, posting the updates, posting the lines, a little bit of everything. So um, you could dabble. If you if you love the free content, it's still there as far as the podcast. And if you want to invest a little bit more and uh, kind of get a bigger picture of what our lineups look like right before lock, we, we submit those at 630. If lineups lock at 730. That is there as well. So that is all I have for you guys. Thank you for joining us over here at Hoopball. I had a blast. I love doing these morning podcasts when I get this coffee flowing through my blood. Super excited about this slate. Ready to return from this NBA All-Star break and just absolutely crush it. We were on a heater before we were going in, and we're going to roll right into that, guys. So thank you for joining me. We will be back. And uh, if you if you want, uh, oh, well, sorry. I didn't even give our guys a shout-out. So when you have a second, please follow us on Twitter. At Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. You can find Andrew Hansen at Language Olympic, L-A-N-G-U-A-G-E-O-L-Y-M-P-I-C. You can find Miles at Miles6565. And you can find Coach at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And we much appreciate those rates and reviews, guys. Please. Um, it means a lot to us. You guys just seen the exponential growth in only half a season. It's all due to you guys. We ask, we annoy, and you guys come through and you know you, you do you treat us right. So um, we do appreciate that. The thumbs up, the five stars, it's it's what allows us to be free, free content going forward. So thank you guys for that. And it's much appreciated. So we will be back. We will catch you guys again. Check in on us on Twitter to find out when the next show is. It looks like it might be on a Monday. So if not, catch me on Twitter at Michael Patria. I'll be happy to answer any of your questions uh, if I can get to them or if I can see them. Sometimes I don't. But thanks for joining us, guys. We will be back. Take care. Good luck. And let us absolutely crush this slate. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.